Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. A very exciting episode. We have Ian Hecox back from Smosh. He was here last time with Anthony. This time he is not here with Anthony. Instead, he's joined by Courtney Miller, also of the Smosh family. And this is just a lovely, chill episode. We talk about how they're handling quarantine, obviously, the question on everyone's minds. We talk about Ian's impression and Courtney's impression of her first audition for Smosh. We also talk about the worst video they've ever posted as a company and as individual people. It was a lot. I've seen the video, and uh, it, it 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 hit a lot of spots in a lot of emotional places. And we we hear all about it from their perspective. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Ian Hecox and Courtney Miller. <laughs> Okay, thank you guys for being here, for doing this. Um, I want to do my due diligence and just ask, first of all, how are you guys doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, <but Ian> was... <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say relatively good. Mm-hmm. Um, although I found out that this, this desk is like pretty indestructible because I, I have had a few moments where I've been like, ah, and I'll like, you know, slam these on hydro, it. These hydro flasks are very durable as well. So you throw oh, fits during this? I'm throwing little, little, little teeny tiny tantrums. Okay. okay. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's good to take a second and realize what in your house is unbreakable. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, res- <laughs> yeah, I'm a responsible tantrum person. Oh, I don't, gosh. I don't go and break something that I'm going to regret. Yeah. So that's I'll, good. I'll be, I'll be very, very careful with, with, any sort of uh, violent outburst that I have. I'm like, no, I'm going to like throw a pillow into a couch. Yeah. Not cause any damage. I haven't had any violent outbursts, but I've definitely done like a stamp my foot or as Ian has experienced firsthand, I I just cry, dude. Oh yeah. Ups and downs for sure. (laughs) And like had to just like, I was in full Dameron, this one character we do for a sketch, uh-huh. full wardrobe, basically dressed like a fifteen-year-old e-boy. Yeah, and it's like just, little huddy. Yeah, yeah, little huddy, and I just was straight up just crying. I was like, I don't want to, I can't fucking do this right now. I swear. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, and I was just like crying, like texting Ian, and then he eventually called me, and we <laughs> we he calmed me down, but like he <sighs> talked you off the ledge, dressed yeah, as this dude. character. Character yeah. work is hard in quarantine. I'll, the thing too that I'm fascinated by with you guys is because you're you're such a, a group, a squad, a, a business system, a group of friends, and you go to an office every day and you work together every way, every day. That there must be some like strange longing. I mean, like Zoom calls can only you know do so much for the human interaction of it all. Yeah, I mean, we were we were attached at the hip, all of us, for the previous month because we we were on tour and then we were filming, right. and then we were in Australia, like on another continent, literally with each other the entire time. Went from that to just complete like solitude. Yeah, yeah, easy. I know. I there was a moment in time because I saw that you guys were all in Australia where I was like, they're not going to be able to come back from Australia. Yeah, they're going to be people, stuck there. A lot of people started freaking out. Not like. Uh, like people abroad started freaking out that they were going to close borders because while we were in Australia, they closed some borders with Europe, mm-hmm. and we we're like, uh, "Are we next?" <laughs> so our flight to Australia was was basically empty, pretty much because cool. it was like pandemic was starting, but it wasn't really right. in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and then while we were there, then things started getting a little more serious. We were we were in the same city that uh, that Tom Hanks got the virus when we got. Uh, when Whoa! Before. You had you had Tom and Rita, so you had a known case in yeah. the city, yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. the, the and biggest when, known case. Yeah, <sighs> and we didn't rush. We didn't we didn't schedule an earlier flight back. We just you know it wasn't that Fingers far. Fingers crossed. So when yeah. We got, when we got to the airport, though, it was packed. Like, really? There was so many people that were trying to get back home before they thought they might close borders. Yeah. So our flight back was super packed, and I was like, well. 
I'm probably gonna get the virus. Yeah, we were so scared. I I just, I just assumed it was a given. Like, sure. And then then when we landed in LAX, I was really pissed because oh my gosh, customs was uh, nuts and no distance. Yeah, there was no guy. They didn't have anyone telling people to to distance themselves. There was no sort of orderly thing of telling people what to do. They just Ugh. like I think five planes lit out at the same time. Yeah, so there was there was maybe I don't know eight hundred people in that customs line, Ooh, and they're see, That's a giant together. panic attack for me. Yeah, yeah so dude. I was just like, and well, after, I probably got it. And that after meeting like seven hundred around fans mm-hmm. in Australia, like it's a miracle I didn't feel a single symptom and still haven't. Like, wow, yeah. have yeah. you guys been? Did you did anyone do the test at all? No. I haven't. I we just haven't. we just hardcore quarantined mm-hmm. at like yeah. the moment like the moment we got back from the airport we was just like, oh well this it begins now. And right, then right. and then shortly after that, then they did like the mandatory um stay at home order. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen I haven't seen the office in like Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like do you guys months. know if the if the office is okay. <laughs> yeah, we still have people we still have people that that go in there and take care okay. of the place and watch over the place. So uh, isn't it like boarded up? It's not ideas. boarded up, but it's like I don't know. It's protected <laughs> they, in some they way. They dug a moat. They dug a moat around the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. No yeah. getting in. No getting out. You have some vigilantes just guarding the situation for you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Have you guys? Because I've seen. I mean, you guys have done kudos to you. A really great job adapting to all of this right now. Well, because. You. I think it could be really easy for all of you guys to go, okay, we've all been together, so we all either have it or we all don't have it, so we can all kind of still be together. But you guys have been abiding by the guidelines, which is great and responsible. Uh, How's it been trying to make content and like shift and pivot how you're doing it from quarantine? It's, I mean, we're we're fortunate enough to have a really, really talented team. So mm-hmm. it's luckily not entirely on us to figure it out. Um, yeah. It's it's been a challenge, but I think we've we've adapted pretty well, and and we have people that are able to to give us the equipment to shoot at home. And yeah, uh, we we get sent the equipment. I will say, like, I feel like it's struggle. It's definitely a struggle in our job. We have made we have made the, the change, but my job is so different from what it normally is, where it's like. I'm I'm here now. Like I I'm setting up my lighting with the assistance of Bren, Brennan over FaceTime, or like right. making sure I'm doing. I like I'll forget to turn the mic on. Like uh, like we have to do all the crew stuff, right? Uh, which is frustrating in itself. But then also the fact that like I love our crew. Our crew is amazing people, and like I don't get to like have their energy around me mm-hmm. to like bounce also off of when I'm trying to like perform, whether it's a sketch or just. I mean, it's different when we're filming unscripted stuff when we're doing smosh right. bit. Like we, it's us hanging out together, which is great. It definitely right. helps. Um, but yeah, like the, the change is, it just sucks doing it alone, you know? Yeah, which can lead to crying in character. Yeah. <laughs> Those types yeah. of breakdowns. Yeah. Definitely big ups to the YouTubers who just do this all the time. Like the solo YouTubers, a lot of YouTubers like Shane Dawson, they weren't leaving their house anyway. And yeah. like- they they can just do this and like I I could never be a solo YouTuber I've learned like I can't do this by myself I love the ensemble and like mm-hmm. having a team of people whether it's the crew or just having a cast around me that I can like emotionally depend on like <laughs> yeah I mean I feel like you guys will have an, a beautiful reunion once everything lifts and it'll make you guys appreciate each other on a deeper level I'm gonna cry uh, no I'm gonna be sick of people like, tears I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Uh, I do want to know, I want to hear from both of you, because I like to ask this to people that uh, come on together. Uh, I would love to hear from each side, the origin story of you guys first meeting each other. Mm. And if you guys have the same kind of memory of the the meeting. Oh, my gosh. Should it be the audition? I mean, it would have been. It would have been the audition, yeah. Yeah. I like that it's the audition. Yeah, because, like, I'm pretty sure you guys weren't sure about me. Right? That's what an audition is for. (laughs) You don't know about anybody. Like, after my audition, I'm pretty sure. Okay. my I had no idea what I was doing, Grace. I literally... That was, like, my first official audition ever, ever. Wow. 
Really? Yeah, they found me from Vine and like Olivia knew me. Uh-huh. And had me send in a comedy reel. And I did one audition, like just one-on-one with the casting director. And then the call, this like one, was there three? Uh-huh. Ian? Three was, auditions? Yeah. No, there's just one callback. So I met you. So Shane and I actually had our callback together. And we've talked about it on our pod a little bit. But okay, we, we had our callback together. And I remember walking in and you guys were there. I think I freaked out more about Joe Beretta being there <laughs> because I, I obviously was a Smosh fan when I was younger, but like, I just wasn't expecting Joe. So I was like, Oh my God, I used to watch you all the time. And he was like, Oh, used to. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like, um, and I was basically, I was, I remember I was like kind of confused cause I was asked to do the whole audition kind of again, where I do like characters and stuff. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a little disheartening to be like, I just showed you what I got and and you want me to do it again. Just play the clip. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And like, I I remember they asked me my favorite movie and I said Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was wearing, I was wearing a Back to the Future sleeveless tea yeah we asked a bunch yeah. of like nerd we asked a bunch of like nerd pop culture questions and was yeah. that was that purposeful to kind of like vet the personality types yeah yeah because okay. i mean i think we couldn't we didn't just what? want like actors or i don't know right so what here's a question what movie could courtney have said that would have totally turned you guys off as her favorite movie uh, <laughs> uh, um if uh, if she just said, um, um, like Amelie, <laughs> Amelie's great. What the it heck? Is great. <laughs> it is great, but you know, people would like pick that to like, you know, right? As like, um, a, I'm gonna be this girl. I like Amelie. Yeah. Gosh. It, I guess. Movie. I don't know if she if she said something like uh, Citizen Kane. Oh, I only watch <laughs> Friends. Friends is the best show. <laughs> Ever. Uh, Nothing else compares. Friends is the best. Mm. I've watched it eight times. So if I was too "Mm." basic, it would have been. Yeah. It would have been done. But that's great. She's the girl's girl. Not that I'm saying (laughs) that Friends is not that I'm saying that Friends is bad. But I mean it's it's good. But if that was if Friends was her favorite movie, I could see that being uh, a little bit of a problem. I don't don't like movies. I guess I'm I'm letting my I'm letting my my frustrations of uh, dating apps get gets me too much because that's, oh, that's, that's like everyone's bio is a yeah. friend's quote is or the something. office oh. the office or friends i'm just like there's other things over out it there, you know yeah yeah <laughs> all they, right they so that sorry yo, what was it so, yeah, no they, no no so what happened after you after the audition did you feel like you got it in the room with them or did you have to go back and do that like i have truly no idea what just happened i had no clue because like the character i did was so weird dude like i was like oh yeah <laughs> i have this character on my youtube channel that just speaks nonsense so then i just spoke nonsense it was like whoa if you walk into the ground you better remember to look back up because that's the when you flip the switch by yourself it's not gonna go off yeah i don't think you really killed it in the audition but ow but but i mean the, <sighs> we, we saw we saw the vines we saw that that you were yeah really my comedy funny. reel yeah, like it saw potential. Yeah, the audition yeah. was more to just get a feel for like you as a person, and because I mean that's that's the thing about YouTube and and online content in general, you can't fake it. Yeah, like, right. if you're gonna have a group of people, you can't hate each other. I think you can get away with that with something like Saturday Night Live, and they've proven that time and time again because yeah. there's been some psychos on that on that show. <laughs> uh, but you yeah. can't get away with that on on YouTube. Like you have to genuinely enjoy being around each other and have genuine chemistry Um, yeah so you're auditioning a friend almost yeah 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 exactly (laughs) like yeah yeah. that's the thing it's like that's that's why we ask those questions about like pop culture and stuff it's like do you have something that we can relate to right 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 yeah and when i walked out i was just like i remember uh, i was next to shane i was like i don't know do you think we how do you think we did and he was bullshitting he's like oh we did great i'm sure you did fine and i was like i've never like won anything in my life i've like i like so i was just like there's no way this is gonna happen i was already like at peace when i got Mm -hmm. home i was like already at peace with the fact that i probably wasn't gonna get it um but but that's yeah it is truly like winning something 
it is a competition. Auditions are all competition. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Shane did crush the audition. Yeah, he wow. did a Tom so. Cruise impression next to me on the couch. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That phone's well. But that's now, the only person that I remember truly crushing the audition. But that's because Shane Shane is like a seasoned actor. Like he he knew how Shane. to do auditions. Like it wasn't any And it is a real skill. I still don't know how to do auditions. There. Oh, I've done one. I've, I've done never one done in person audition and I sucked so bad. Oh, do you for? Yeah, what was it for? <sighs> Are you not at liberty to say? Was it Iron I Man? I wanna say it was like I think I think I think it was for like maybe I think it might have been like a, a small role in New Girl or something. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And and, and you didn't crush that? I definitely <laughs> didn't get it. Not a chance. I, it was like Aww. that typical thing where you go in and you're like sitting there waiting next to like other people. Uh. Wait. Did you actually think, get it and forget? No, 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 no. I think they also, I think they also sent, I think they also sent Anthony in there too. So you had to audition oh. against same, each other? Yeah, That's yeah. That's great. I think so. Oh my God. That's great. It just confirms that everyone thinks you guys are the same. Yeah, yeah. This well, is your type. Yeah. Sometimes but I think I about like doing auditions it. just to like thicken my skin. Cause like I never did that. I never <sighs> got to experience that. I Why mean, do you want to cause pain to yourself? Yeah, it is really, it's, it's, um, it's harmful to your psyche. It is a true test of like how much you're willing to sell yourself and how much uh, rejection you can actually handle. It's real fun. It's real cute. Yeah. And it's because it, I don't, because it doesn't really come down to talent either. No, like, there's so many factors that it's like, uh, that's what I continue to tell myself uh that it, <laughs> there's so many other things at play here that isn't just about like how you say the words and how you emote um but it's it's you know constantly demoralizing which is oh. a fun little roller coaster to be on oh yeah. wait so so courtney how many years ago was this audition it was a little over five years ago so you guys have now been working together for five years yeah Sounds about right. yeah that's yeah. nuts. And it feels like, I mean, the way that you guys present everything online, you feel very much like a family. You feel like a really, like the cast of New Girl. You feel like exactly. a real group of friends. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that show. I've actually uh, never seen New Girl, so maybe that also didn't help my audition. Yeah, there you go. They're like, you're going to be this guy's brother, so you got to act like him. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh I'm going to do a British accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. What's um so what's what's office like, you know, pre all of this? What is a Smosh office environment really like? How would you guys describe it? Well, we recently had we used to have like a cast room where like we had our own like office, but then we recently moved us out to be with desks like kind of in the bullpen with everyone. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it was like slow mornings. Um stuff was uploading uh like videos were coming out and like i'd come in i'd get my avocado toast i'd annoy the oh, yeah. people oh yeah our um, our our snack game at the office our kitchen wrong you can't amazing yeah nobody can nobody can come up against us with our with our breakfast and snack game unlimited the LaCroix. wow um yeah like, you guys have created a beautiful <laughs> space to thrive in. Definitely, like, Mythical was like, this is how we do things. And we were like, oh, fuck yeah. Because yeah. uh, before it was like, Defy would, like, lock their cabinets with the good snacks inside. Like, that should have been a sign. <laughs> that should have been yeah, kind of telling. Was it ba or bagels on Friday or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Every but Friday now we got bagels, bagels every day. Bagels. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. How has the, I mean, other than the obvious reasons of like moving from Defy to Mythical, how has it changed like for you guys on a personal level? Do you feel like obviously it's a much better fit? Things are going really well? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, we obviously, we have to take on more responsibility for, for what we're doing because now like we are in control of our destiny Wow. Um, where in Defy, you know, it was kind of like a fantasy land where mm -hmm. we were mostly allowed to do whatever we wanted to do. 
mm-hmm. um, but we weren't really in control. And, okay. And then it uh, all got ripped out from under us, like, yeah. Yeah. like it's like that. Like it was so, so, and then and we definitely like took advantage of their poor financial choices. Sometimes. Like, yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. Not, not to good. say like, yeah. I mean, like we, we were able to. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it like, sound like we on. stole millions of dollars. No, we, <laughs> just, we definitely were like, oh, you're gonna like, I don't know. I, I, we did I some have... like, yeah, we did some like pretty big like projects and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. That otherwise, if you're looking at it now and say, well, that doesn't make financial sense. Sure, sure, um, sure. But but it's it's great to like be you know more in control of our destiny um, with Smosh and run it more like a sensible business that's good yeah. i mean also because i mean my impression of mythical and, and Rhett and link is that they're very they're silly but they're mature and they're professional is there a sense of like now you work with them that you kind of have to like sit upright and like <laughs> act professional in a way there's definitely less napping around the office that's um, yeah yeah there's, there's less napping when they come through they've got such good energy but you're like oh Cause they're just so freaking tall, dude. They're yeah. so they're physically so imposing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think you describe them perfectly. They are they are very like sensible, like intelligent, funny mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, I get very um, dad energy around them. Of like, every, anytime I'm in their presence, I just want them to feel proud of me. <laughs> Yeah, literally. (laughs) And I don't know why that is, but every time I see them, I'm like, I want to do something that impresses you. Absolutely. Mm. Like more than my own dad. Like, (laughs) um, I will say like, I feel like we have, I feel more purpose here. Um, Mm. Because back at, at the old place, we, it just, it felt like I didn't really know what my future was outside of what I was already doing. Right. Whereas, uh, like, cause then they, they kept you in a box. They didn't want to let you know how, how valuable you were to them. Um, they didn't want you to feel how much power you had. Yeah. They didn't want you to grow too fast. Mm. Um, uh, so like, but with here, like I've been, I feel like I have a future where I'm like, Oh, like I I'm directing sketches and I, I, I'm being trusted more with creative and like, getting to do more than what I was originally brought on for. Like when I auditioned and I got the job, I didn't even know that I was going to be flying to Sacramento to act. Like, and that was all we were doing was just, we were in the office all the time. And then we'd get sent to Sacramento every other week to film sketches. And like, I was just an actor. That was it. And then slowly Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, you can write some stuff. Um, And then eventually got into like the second channel, which was so weird that it was called second channel. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but that's yeah. great. So it now feels like you guys actually have some freedom. You're spreading your wings a little bit, and there's like an excitement around creating in all different forms. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think to like also it's it's about motivation and mm-hmm. and finding out what motivates each person individually rather than apply a blanket label to everyone. Um, yeah, because. Uh, you, yeah that that was that was a little bit more of of a problem we found ourselves in um under defy was like no you guys are like you guys are actors you know mm-hmm. and let's let's figure out how to fit you into these different things and even though they like i feel more purpose here even though at defy they'd be like we are helping young teens find themselves guys we have to oh. summer and taking your shoes off. And <laughs> we are helping teens learn how to grow up. And like, we're, we're like, what the hell's going on, dude? Um, but now, even though we don't parade, like we don't talk about that. We're just like kind of making what we like and what we think is fun and good. Yeah, um, that seems like a better system instead of uh, force feeding you. Here's the mission statement. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right, you yeah. guys actually... Do what you like to do, and the byproduct of this will be that the audience enjoys it and grows in a youthful sense. Um, Okay, I want to get into the personal side of things. Um, Mm. I want to find out, Ian, how your dating life is going, but we're going to take a quick break, (laughs) and we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. (laughs) 
Aren't you in love with Courtney's sister uh, in some capacity? Yeah. yeah. Well, it seemed like it seemed like it was a match made in heaven. Okay. Um, Why? On paper. I don't know. She just she. It just seemed it just seemed right. But um, <laughs> have you guys out, gone on a date? No, 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 no. Okay. We did a no. podcast I mean, date, kind of. I think what happened is I made I made a joke about it, and it bothered Courtney and. I'm the kind of little brother uh, mm-hmm. where once I see something bothers somebody, yeah, it's amusing for me. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I saw that bothered her, I was like, oh, this is great entertainment. So I'm just going to uh-huh. keep, I'm just going to keep doing this bit that I'm in love with Courtney's sister. Um, right. And then one day I was on Bumble and I was swiping and her sister came on my app. She showed she up. Came, she showed up on my app. She came a swiping. Wow. And uh, and so just you know, <laughs> for the bit, I swiped right. For the I bit. told you to. For I told bit. you to. Oh yeah, because I bit. sent it to you first. Yeah, like, he texted me like, bro, and I was like, fucking do it. Can you do that? Can you send like? Can you screenshot stuff on Bumble, or do you get in yeah. trouble for that? No, you can screenshot. Oh yeah, because okay. I get screenshots sent to me of people like pretending to be me all the time. Oh, I that's screenshot the random. Not fun. I screenshot the random famous people that I come across on there because I'm just like, dude, what the heck? Who? Any? Any of note? Uh, yeah. Um, well, not that I swiped right on any of them. But, what? Wait a minute. Uh, backdoor teen mom, Fair Abraham. Oh, she's on Bumble. Good for her. Apparently, and uh, and twice. It's now twice. Laverne nice. Cox. Oh, Laverne Cox. But yeah. do you think that's actually Laverne Cox? It's verified. Verified oh, account. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah, they do have the verifications now. Well, but, so uh, now you're you're courting. So I swipe right. I swipe right sister. on Courtney's sister and uh-huh. uh, never got a response. Mm. Uh, she did not match. She with never me even saw him because she has a uh, minimum height requirement on her Bumble. Uh-huh. Six okay. Feet. And I and do. You- uh, do the Bumble profiles, you have to list your height? Uh, you don't have to, but it's, it, I mean, it's basically like, it's almost as important to people as your gender on dating okay. apps. Like okay. height is like, height is like su- such an important thing for so many people. Um, well, I also I, feel like I, I it's such it. a, it's a thing that people so easily lie about. So but that's I feel so, like what's the point of lying about it? You're gonna if, hey, if I'm you with you. Off, you're gonna meet the person and see right, their I'm with you. shorty. But yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've seen guys lie about it, and then you meet in person, and it's uh, it's an awkward situation. That's so weird. And you want to wonder what's going it. through their head, like the right. lying. They're just like, mm, don't ask, don't ask about it. I feel like those dummies just figure that everyone lies about their height, so they're like, "Whoa, but like, you know, height is a construct." I, I've never, <laughs> I've never had the height thing. I actually tried dating a tall guy once. Not, I didn't try dating him because he was tall, <laughs> but he it was, was a the one tall guy it was in high school every other guy i've dated like they just happen to be like around my height i don't know but yeah. this one guy was tall i'm not a fan i'm not a fan mm. of this mm-hmm. like, of reaching up yeah. yeah yeah like i don't know it's we're, not like, for everybody it's like now you guys because you're so close do do you guys talk about who's dating and your dating lives and all that personal stuff with each other a little bit. For the I feel most like part. I've kept mine private because because yeah. jokes get made like dating mm-hmm. my sister and things like that. <laughs> but um I in general I, I've I've learned to keep things to myself more. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well that's you don't another trust question. me with this information, Courtney. <laughs> you trust me, bro. Well, also, you guys get very candid on podcasts and, yeah. you know, on the channel about your personal lives. And I wonder, and like, Ian, you've, you know, had your girlfriends and ex-girlfriend on different videos and things like that. Yeah. Do you have boundaries? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I've I've shared I've shared details, and I've I've shared who I've been with online. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't like to share like the day to day minutia of my life sure. with people. I, I I've probably been a little more open since since the start of our podcast. Um, yeah, but it's sure. just as far as like sharing experiences. I feel um, like the but, fans have gotten to know you so much because of the podcast. Like that's the most they've gotten of you ever. It's it's minimal editing of you just like your stream of consciousness. Like and that must be nice. Therapy, like. Yeah, it must be kind of nice for you guys, too, because I know from podcasting for a while that being able to have a kind of unedited space to talk authentically is really nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and does help flesh out, like, your internet character to everyone else a little bit more. Totally. Um, have you guys, is there, do you draw the line on how much you talk about on a personal level? Like, have you guys made a conscious decision for yourself of, like, I'll talk a little bit, but I'll keep some for myself. Yeah, I tend to like hold back on like talking about sex stuff. Sure. Because you know how women be viewed on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. but... Never heard of any problem relating to that ever. <laughs> I mean, like I even tried telling a story um, on our podcast of something that happened to me at a party. And like, I wanted to go about it. Like, it's a fucking funny thing. Like party, party culture is so fucked and weird. Yeah. And some dude tried to make me grab so at a party and you weren't, you wouldn't allow it to be funny, Ian. And it like hurt me. And to this day, it like hurts. I'm like, dude, like we could have la- like, I'm okay. We could have laughed about this funny, weird experience. Like this party, these people, I didn't even know it was like a crazy night. And like, uh-huh. Totally weird that it happened. And I, I like, I told the guy who invited me to the party that it happened. He was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking sorry. Come to this other party though. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it up to you I at think, another party. I think, you're leaving out, I think you're leaving out a big uh, note. What made it so funny was that you were invited to this party in a gas station parking lot or a liquor no, store. No, we were, lot. me and my sister yeah. walked to a liquor store near my place. We were going to grab a couple ciders and just like watch a movie. And this uh-huh. guy in ripped up, acid wash jeans was like perfect pops out of an SUV in his Jordans and is like hey you oh guys want to you guys want to come to a party nearby like it's at this house and I'm like and I I was very curious because I always saw this big house that always had so many nice cars I was like this seems like a YouTuber house or like a party yeah I always wanted to know what went on inside and so my sister and I were like yeah we could do this we're fine also, that's um, such like a movie moment in a gas station <laughs> for someone to jump out of an SUV and be like, you want to come to this party? Yeah. I feel I know, like that dude. only it happens in like 80s movies. movies. The whole <laughs> time she's telling the story, I'm just like, Courtney, no. But, but you're bracing. You're like, listen, you, I'm You don't Ian, know them. Ian, ah. I'm right. The thing, see, that's pissing me. I'm triggered right now. <laughs> dude, I'm in front of you. I'm okay. So how about let's laugh about this funny story? Don't yeah, get let her, mad at me, bro. Let her I mean, take her sure power back for I'm this pretty story. I'm sure I laughed plenty. But you were, but still, you were like, like, but not in the way. It was a disapproving dad scenario. Yeah, like, because yeah. Sarah and then Sarah was there. So like trying to like, play both sides and like uh-huh but like one of the top comments on that podcast video was like ian's so concerned when in reality like this kind of stuff happens at parties all the time like literally every time like i've never accepted a party invite from a complete stranger in a liquor store parking lot i'm sorry if it was a oh. woman you would have for sure no Yes, then you, you haven't are. lived. Ian. You really haven't lived, Ian. You got to yeah. get out there and experience these what's things. The weirdest, what's the weirdest party invite you've accepted, Grace? Oh, gosh. VidCon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah those can get weird. Uh, yeah, that whole that whole scenario is probably the weirdest thing. Uh, but sometimes you just got to say yes to those adventures. And ridiculous things happen and they make for great comedy. If you let them make for great comedy, Ian, after the fact... Also, it teaches you well, valuable lesson. Yes. I'm a cautious person. I err on the side of caution. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the craziest party scenario you've ever been a part of? Um, well, it's related to VidCon. It was that really weird. Did you ever... Did you go to that... Um, it doesn't exist anymore, does it? No. It's... It's Rise 9? Rise 9, yeah. Rise they had this 9. party. It was this... I don't know if it was a real... <sighs> 
company or what nobody knew what it was and they threw this uh-huh. giant mansion party and you had to have a golden ticket to get in literally a metal, metal, the douchiest, metal the douchiest thing like, ever was this like one of the first big cons or like third mm. or something like that mm, it was maybe like the it was 2015 it was 2015 yeah. oh there was one before it that I feel like what there was some crazy after party for Ray William Johnson, maybe at oh. this like, Whoa. and yeah, it was like that, that a was mansion this. that people had to get weird invites to. And you got in like uh, limos and drove over to this place. I Sounds didn't like make it. the cut, but I, it was yeah, sounded I, like a I fever didn't go dream. To that, but I remember hearing about it. That was, that was maker. Like that yeah. was because Ray had signed a maker recently and they wanted yeah. to flex and yeah. they threw him like a, they threw him like a, I think he was the first one to hit a million subscribers. Yeah. They something like that. They wanted to throw him a party. They had like a equals three ice sculpture yeah. or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, I saw was, people's videos of it and I was like, this, no offense looks stupid <laughs> and i don't think he wanted it like i think he was yeah. just kind of like in the corner like all right cool. oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah yeah uh but what's this rise nine thing oh, you're talking about so, yeah i do so it was it was the douchiest thing ever so so you get into a party bus to take mm-hmm. you to the party they did not explain they're like the party's in a secret location they okay. did not explain that okay so also when we uh, said we um, wanted to go that didn't they like put smosh as the headline of the party yeah they put us in some like advertisement like saying that we were headlining the party or something to force you to have to go we're just going there as as guests and so we like contact and take it down but uh oh that's a that's the great party is always talking to your lawyer first yeah (laughs) Yeah. well we were we were very interested to see what the, the hell this was so uh so vidcon is in anaheim and i want to mm-hmm. say that this party was in maybe Newport Beach or something. It was like oh, a God. 45 minute drive. It was like in a party bus party. or something. Yeah, it was in a party bus. And we get there and it's this giant mansion and we we uh it's because it's a golden ticket, it's kind of uh-huh. like Willy Wonka themed. Okay. And they had and they had uh little people dressed up as Oompa Loompas at the door. <gasps> Okay. And you go through and then there's women dressed as mermaids with like in an indoor pool. Yeah. (gasps) Wow. Just kind of like on display as well as those women that were human chandeliers with hot wax just burning them as they're standing there trying to look good. Like it was and a bunch of internet kids just walking around going like like, internet kids, but also like douchey kind of like entrepreneur type guys. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they have like ripped acid wash jeans and Jordans? Always. Probably jeans Always. and a blazer would be my yep. guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of those. There's a lot of companies like like try our see what it was like weed beer. Like they were they had like all this um, yeah. weird stuff. I feel like maybe the company was like we are going to bring all the biggest YouTubers and they're going to meet your brands. And so like that's how they got all the money to yeah. Yeah. to make what fun party. Yeah. So weird. And then and then like there was tons of people like trying to get pictures of me and Anthony. I remember like the cast, we all just kind of like formed a circle around you. And we're, like, <laughs> yeah. They alone. kept trying to sneak pictures of us. They were trying to take pictures oh. of us like at the party to, I guess, yeah. probably promote it. Promote Rise Ocean. 9 has, yeah. they just have camera guys wandering the parties trying <laughs> to get video people getting trashed. Yeah. Like, and apparently fun. they had like some big speech. It was the most like, I, this is like a party you would see in um, the show Silicon Valley. It was like, oh, yeah. a, it was a joke. Like they, they got everyone together. They apparently had this big speech, like we're going to change the world with our oh. company. And nobody had any idea what it was. I think what they eventually tried to make their company was like a Soho house for YouTubers. Okay. Yeah. So like you would pay okay. a membership and it would be this exclusive club that you could yeah. hang out and I don't know like I'm not I'm not shitting on like them for for trying to do something no. I think that's great but it's just like a lot of money went into a party that maybe the money could have gone somewhere else anywhere yeah. else where was yes. the money coming from like, <laughs> yeah where was it coming from dude because <laughs> like the know. next year the next year was in this giant warehouse where Aaron Carter performed with a bunch of cars everywhere yeah I don't yeah. know 
I missed all of these for better. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, didn't really miss anything. Trust me. I love the internet. Um, <laughs> okay. We're going to take one last break. When we get back, we have a fuck ton of Twitter questions for you guys. So we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Okay, before we get into these Twitter questions, I'm <laughs> going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. And Ian, mm. you've answered these before when you were on with Anthony, but uh, everyone's answers change. So the first question is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? <gasps> mm. Mm. Um. And this is an answer that can change, you know, on a regular basis. It's just who in the moment right now do you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, um, oh, ooh, yes. Okay. The Sackler family. Who? The Sackler family. They're the people that made Oxycontin. They chose chose the market to doctors to... Um, instead of marketing to the people, they market to the doctors to mm-hmm. get them to push Oxycontin and basically are responsible for, uh, mostly responsible for the opioid crisis. Yeah, I, I did and, see a documentary on that recently. Yep. And it's a private it's a private company. It's a family and they use their money to fund museums and colleges and all this other stuff to make them look good. But they can go fuck themselves. Wow. Okay. I can say for sure we have not had that answer yet. So thank you for bringing that into existence. Yeah, damn. I was just going to say, throw cold spaghetti at the people who are freaking not, they're going to the beach, you know? Yeah. Get some cold spaghetti on you. Yeah. Especially the people without masks, hit them right in the, in the Mm -hmm. mouth hole. Mm -hmm. I feel like that could help. And who knows, maybe cold spaghetti is the cure for (sighs) COVID. You know, we haven't tested it yet. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the other question that I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases or a combination. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay. Uh this is, this is deep. This is gross. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, constipated magnesium okay. citrate aftermath. Oh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a medical issue for sure. Um, okay. Uh, date oh. Uber traffic. Wow. Wow. I had no follow up questions. It didn't happen. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay. okay. But, but a close call. Very close. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, let's get into these Twitter questions. Uh, someone wants to know if the original founders of Smosh were Courtney and Shane, what would their Smosh look like? Oh, God. <laughs> would it be called Smosh? Like, if I. <sighs> I mean, no, the way that the name came about was because of like friends having like an inside joke, right? Right. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what you and Shane would make together. <laughs> today? No, we, I feel like we'd be very like on your creatively own. like different ideas of like, I'd be like, I just want to make lots of music videos. And he'd be like, I want to make like legit cool, like comedy sketches. <laughs> you guys would make, you guys would make like cool character sketches though. Smosh would be yeah. so sexy if I created it. There you go. Super sexy. The sex Smosh. appeal would go up a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys talked about the, the first auditioning process, but what were your first impressions of each other? Someone wants to know. Courtney, what was your first impression of Ian when you got to like, actually, when you got the job and started working together? I was so taken aback by how down to earth and what a great like listener he was. Mm. Um, just like a person who... He, he, he made me laugh like with his improv when we were, when we'd film sketches in Sacramento, but like also when we'd be at the Smosh house sleeping there after shoots, like 
I remember having late nights where I would just like talk to him about like stuff. I would just word vomit my life to him. And he would just like listen and, and like just talk and just be chill. Like it was very, I was not expecting that at all from like one of the top YouTubers who I was a fan of when I was in eighth grade. That's cool. He's a real human being. Yeah. It's, but truly, he's just slowly gathering ammunition to use against you in your oh, personal life. And he has. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he has. Um, Ian, what was your impression of Courtney after you guys started working together? It's okay. You can be mean. It's fine. <laughs> no, I don't I don't have anything mean to say. I just have really bad memory. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like you you just had so much raw talent. I think that was I think that was the thing. Like we like we saw your vines and everything. We knew that that you are a really funny person. You have a lot of talent. And and uh but you were but you're green, you know, you it was it was raw talent. Like we mm-hmm. needed to, to form you in the fires <laughs> to yeah. make you into the comedian that you are. I wow. needed to learn sedicate. So <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think I think it was we were just very optimistic about about you that's cool uh someone wants to know what is your strangest pet peeve that just makes you instantly furious well now it's it's people that are walking by other people without a mask yeah when they could clearly when they have the room to like give the person some space like if you're not gonna wear a mask then distance yourself from everyone else like Mm -hmm. yeah there's a there's a there's a loop near me that everyone's like running and walking on Mm -hmm. and they just made it one direction so people aren't passing each other oh Um, that's smart you have to like walk the loop in this one direction and still there's people that are ignoring the sign that's literally like every 10 feet on the trail and they're walking the opposite direction or running no mask no distance just right past people i'm like yeah yeah, I agree. When you when you run, do you wear a mask? I, I can't. I, I can't I've breathe. been avoiding. I've been avoiding any streets with people. Yeah, um, I, I I keep a good ten foot. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. But yeah, otherwise I can't breathe when I'm running. Yeah, yeah. I get really claustrophobic when I'm yeah. just breathing into a mask. Yeah. Um, also, I have, but I have also- exercise induced asthma, so it's like I already have yeah. something that's re- restricting my breathing <laughs> yeah. when I'm running. But yeah, I know. I I I know I should. Even when I'm running, wear a mask. I'm keeping yeah. my distance from everybody. I'm I will cross the it's street okay, dude. around somebody. They're not gonna, but, yeah. but I did I did have like a guy in my neighborhood. Like as I was like going by, he was like, masks. I was like, oh, all right. Masks. That's fine. Like, like Fair. appreciate it's you for right. like, you know, for speaking up. I think that's yeah. important. I yeah, he I, basically I like that. That's basically like the equivalent of a citizen's arrest. (laughs) 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 Also, no, no, I know that all moments like that make me hurt so hard inside because, like, I know that I'm being a good person, but just in this one moment, if I'm doing something like slightly off of the perfect rule book, and someone calls me out for it, I want to be like, "But I'm a really good person, other than this one moment that you see me." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Someone wants to know, what is the worst thing you've eaten for the sake of a video? Oh, God. So many I things. Mean, I ate a wet you guys, hamburger. A wet hamburger? That yeah, was we, the worst thing? I think What does so. that mean? Like, we had a joke in a sketch a long time ago about, uh-huh. uh, like, dropping, like, a, ha- a whole hamburger into a bucket of water. Oh. And then, and then pulling it out and then, and then taking a bite of it. And I was supposed to take a bite of it and go, like... This is delicious, and it's uh-huh. so gross because the wa- the the bun, yeah, is like all soggy. It's just full and it gets mealy, and it's falling apart in your hands. And you, no, thank you. you take a bite of it. And everything so is sad. wet, <laughs> and it, like of all the gross things that I've eaten, that's the one that that really just stands out because nobody should subject themselves <clears throat> to a full dunked wet burger. No, yeah. I think for me, it was a, the final episode of, of Put It In My Mouth. It was a smoothie that consisted of ranch dressing soda, um, uh. a couple of awful cheeses, durian, mm. Um, mm. and two other things that were just, they were the worst things we'd ever had on Put It In My Mouth. 
Um, and so we made a smoothie and I literally, I, my entire body just hard, like, I don't know what that, what's that, what's that French instrument? It's like accordion, accordion. My body was an accordion and pushed all the food out of my freaking body. All the food oh. I eaten that day. Oh. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely worse than a, than a wet hamburger. A wet hamburger. I would take a, I would eat it. I will eat a wet hamburger right now. If you ask me to nicely. <laughs> I could send you, I could send you one from Habit right now. Hell yeah. Thank you. Watch you, watch you eat it. In the special uh, instructions, dunk in Dasani. Bucket right? of water. Uh, someone wants to know, what keeps them inspired during quarantine? If that's possible, is it possible to stay inspired during quarantine? I feel like a lot of my, like, when we're, when we're making videos together for, like, Smosh Pit, just, like, the pure energy of, like, I'm having fun with my friends is, mm-hmm. is plenty of fuel for the fire. Um, and then watching other YouTubers, honestly, like it, it really, it wakes you up in terms of like when, when you watch people like Danny Gonzalez or like Cody Co, mm-hmm. those people like are in a similar vein of comedy kind of in a way. Mm. Um, totally. Yeah. Uh, keeping a roof over my head inspires me to, to continue to create money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, just, mm-hmm. just purely money. I that's mean, that's very I honest, about. valid. <laughs> no, I, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's very hard. Like, um, well, I don't want to complain about it being too hard. It's like, obviously people have it, people have it much worse. Um, it's your life. It's but, okay. but, yeah. uh, yeah. Cause you have to, in this, in this current iteration that we're in, it's, it's so much more down to personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, it's we you know we're not going to an office to do our work you're waking up and then doing work during Mm -hmm. the day and you don't have anyone holding you responsible for that so it's it's uh um yeah sometimes that could be that can be challenging i'm not going to say it's hard i can't because i feel bad because i you know Obviously, other people are going through much worse. So sure, I mean, it's it's, it's hard for me to work. It's nice that you're aware, but it's your life. But also, uh, it'll give you guys, I think, like a really deeper appreciation when you are able to get back in the office and make stuff with each other again, and like go back to a much more efficient style of content creation. Sure, Um, yeah, I'll take it for granted after two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll get right back into the yeah, rhythm back of my bullshit. <laughs> uh, last question before we get we give you guys the gift for being guests on this episode. Ooh. What is what's the worst episode of Smosh you ever put out? Someone wants to know. <laughs> what's your is, what's in your opinion, Ian? Oh, what's the worst? Oh, oh well, I is, know what the worst. I know what the worst what the, the worst? worst one is. Uh, okay. That was the two truths one lie episode. Oh. That I did, that I did with my ex. Uh, Wait, yep, I've seen this, and you yeah. know what? It was the worst, Ian. <laughs> it's literally the worst. Oh it's God. the worst content. It's the worst content. And we cut <laughs> out like, even- like honestly, like I think I think we should have won an Oscar for best drama because oh, but it was, it was a roller coaster. But it was real. So what happened for the viewers that didn't see this? Uh, we we play this game called two. Two truths, one lie, where you tell three things, and the person has to guess which uh, two things, which two things are truths, which one's the lie. Um, and if you if you get it wrong, you get squirted with water. Um, right. My my uh, ex, who was my ex at the time that we shot this, that's why we did it because we thought it'd be funny to bring her on. And Already a very uh, a very dangerous territory to be yes. entering. <laughs> but, but we're friends, so it's like it was it was going to be fun. And yeah. uh, I thought it would be really good, good content if for the last set of of things, one of the Your truths lie. or lies yeah. was was that I cheated on her, and and we like there's one thing that that we had in our relationship it was trust, and and I did not cheat on her, mm-hmm. and so she was like, well I know you didn't cheat on me, so it's got to be this other thing, but. In that conversation, there was a lot of weird mental gymnastics that were happening. Yeah, we we messed I up the got, rules a little bit. Messed, the, yeah, I yeah, got the rules mixed up. Gray area. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of like weird, like crosstalk that's happening mm-hmm. in this in this part, 
And uh, <laughs> I thought she said one thing. And uh, basically what happened is I had insinuated that I did cheat on her and I sprayed her with water. So not only did she think that I cheated on her at that moment, I also sprayed her yep. with a water gun <laughs> just to add insult to injury. And then like, and then everyone was freaking out because it was it was Courtney, uh, Shane, and Damien like wa- watching. Right? Yeah. There. I mean, I and have to like, say, what are you doing? I have to and say, I, like, I have a huge appreciation to the three of you for having to physically be there in that moment oh, and and like keep your emotions in check <laughs> while this was yeah. playing out in front of you. Yeah. And Shane, ex- like the, you see his rage in the moment because he yeah. was like, did Ian just do that to her? Uh-huh. And he literally was like, what is going on? Yeah. Cause I told them, I told them that, that that was going to be the last one I was going to throw in there. I don't think you right. told me. I, I don't, I don't oh, okay. think you told us. So they, so, so, well, I think Shane, I think, so I thought one of them knew. And so then when they, when I said it, they were like, whoa, wait, he got it wrong. So they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, what? Oh, shit. Oh, and my then, God. And then we had to like and, stop yeah. down the cameras for, for like, to and she's hose ourselves. And she's yeah. covered in water. Yeah. <laughs> she was shaking, dude. It was crazy. Dude, it was, it's, it was so bad. I felt, I felt terrible. Uh, Gardeners. Well, I mean, it made it, for, it made for, it's out there still. I wasn't going mean, to tell. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to say don't release the video. Right. Like, even though but it you made left it up look, to her. She, she yeah. got to take a look at the cut. To oh, make that's sure good. Yeah. That's uh, like, good. Yeah. That was crazy, dude. It made me look terrible, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, that, that's life. You make it's, mistakes in life. And it's a roller I'm coaster. Gonna, I'm not a perfect person in terms of remembering how rules work. Yeah. And, you know, those are the moments that do end up creating boundaries for yourself in the future of uh, how far you should go for content. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, but, it, but it's resulted in some pretty funny memes. Uh, oh, that's like, good. Of, if like, you can get a meme out of it, it's worth it. Of course. Uh, Courtney, is there anything that comes to mind for you that is the worst uh, Smosh content? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's it's it depends on like what the the finishing product looked like but sure. also versus the emotions or what t- it took to make it so for me the the roughest thing we ever had to film was every bird ever and we joke about like that's the most bad movie video we've ever put out because it's like every bird ever really <laughs> we went to that um but i remember i we were filming in the hot sun and i had to wear these like wings that it was basically like one long piece of fabric that like had little tubes to fit your arms in. And uh-huh. they, I don't know if they just didn't have my measurements, but like mine was too small and my fingers are basically tight packed in like this. And like, I had to just Ugh. sit there in the hot sun with that, with like a bird thing on. And like, it was yeah, in the you guys hot were in a sun. Full, you guys were in full bird costume. Yeah. Like oh, bird God. feet, wings, <sighs> like, and I remember. And it's Sacramento like, in the summer. I so had a little bit of an like anxiety 100, attack. 100 degree or higher. What yeah. you do for your art. Degree. We do it for the comedy, you know, whether the people yeah. liked it or not. Um, but the fans laugh at it. They're like, yeah, dude, you guys made every bird ever. We're like, okay. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah. We've reached the end of the podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for being oh, here. Wow. Oh. So I know. I could talk to you guys for another few hours, but... Um, <laughs> Before we completely wrap up, we do have some gifts for you guys. Usually when we do this in person, we create personalized fortune cookies for our guests. Um, And so we've been trying to do it digitally and virtually. So I think Melissa has emailed them to you guys if you're able to see. And if you guys open them and you'd like to read your (laughs) fortunes out loud, please go for it. Okay, here it is. Found it. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Mine says, Oh, it's a little cookie cracked. I'll open it. Your long oppressive run as mayor of Smosh is almost up. Your odds of winning our re-election is high, but at a cost that will reveal itself in time. Oh my oh. god. Mm. Ominous. It's creepy. Um here, creepy. here's mine. Let me open up my cookie. Um, Perfect. Mr. Peanut and Michelin Man heard you were a big fan and have started combining their genes to create your ultimate sleep paralysis demon. 
this is exciting, but also look what you've fucking done. <laughs> oh my god. They are the they're scary mascots. Especially yeah. the old the old ones. Combined together, their power knows Ooh. no bounds. Um so where can everyone find everything that you guys are up to? Because you have 12,000 things going on on the internet if they don't already know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they, could, they could start at Smosh on YouTube. Um, right. and or then Facebook. There, they can fan out to uh, Smosh Pit or they could find us on. We're doing some fun TikToks. We're doing some nice. Twitters. We're doing Instagram. Yeah, we usually everything we we filter through instagram or twitter at some point on some on the smosh accounts yeah. and sweet ian's at ian he cocks mm. what else would he be and then i'm smosh Ian. oh I'm wait. Smosh Ian. on I twitter know. i mean uh oh on twitter i'm smosh ian i think Whoa. i don't remember nice I'll, i, I mean you just look at it's all there yeah We're it's, there. All, You'll it's find all us. there yeah search our name Use there's Google. not too many fake accounts i hope <laughs> or you can find uh, on bumble you know yeah add me on bumble guys add me on bumble (laughs) perfect thank you guys again for being here guys go check out everything that they're up to they got merch they got coffee they got podcasts they got uh, spitting water on each other they got Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriends experiencing new trauma (laughs) there's something (laughs) for everyone uh thank you guys we'll see you next time on another episode of not too deep goodbye thank you bye Bye. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep with Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs>